morning on this August 5th, 2019. How are we doing this morning? This is not going to be a, it's going to be a good pruning and cleaning me- cleansing message or a lesson. But it's, um, got to kind of reminds me of this periodically from time to time. I'm going to read from the ESV only because, uh, I had to purchase the NASB on eSword. And it's difficult to do. Because uh, it's only uh, needs Wi-Fi. Not always need Wi-Fi. Uh, Matthew, this is warnings to the religious leaders and the scribes and the teachers. Uh, the time of Jesus. And it's very much applicable today. And there's a few application warnings that we um, we who have eyes to see and ears to hear see actual, actual people I'm not going to mention names let, let the Holy Spirit uh, convict or cut to the heart as the book of Acts says as he's the only one that is the uh, righteous judge who is the Lord Jesus Christ it's in Matthew chapter 23. Many of our, some of y'all have read it. This is basically in the area where it's cleaning the outside of the cup and the plates. Those are the utensils that are on the, uh, inside the holy of holies. And on the table, woe to you, <coughs> scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup in the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the plate, that the outside also may be clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Lawlessness is not just disobeying the laws of man, but is more so the laws of God. So the laws of God are still in force. Um, and it was Jesus Christ that obeyed them all. And it's only when we are in him and he is in us that... Um, we are considered obedient. We still obey his. We are required to obey his. What he tells us to do. Where he tells us to go. When he tells us to go. Um, it's no longer our will. But his will. In the same exact way that. Jesus Christ laid down his will to the father. And him and God. Uh, him and God the father. Are one in the Holy Spirit. They are one God. Um. We are to do the same thing. A uh, little side note there. Verse 29. Pick it up there. Won't you scratch <clears throat> For you build the tombs of the prophets and, and decorate the monuments of the righteous. Do we not see that today? Walking in the cemetery. It looks pretty. We even protect it with cameras. Occasional security. I said, what are we actually protecting? Nothing. Bones. In overpriced boxes 
and overpriced concrete barriers. Those are nothing. We're actually protecting a uh, just dust. It's the same thing as picking up dirt in your back or front yard uh, and putting it in the box. It's basically all happens when when we get buried. It's an empty shell, an empty uh, clay pot, empty dirt pot. That's all it is. It will come from the dust. Bodies come from the dust and they will return to the dust. Um, one very clear way, or many very clear ways that we see these versus, especially static from 25, 26 area. Um, see, religion only works on, you know, well, as long as you come to church, you give us your 10% so we can continue to do the work in this building. We can make it look pretty. We can paint it up. Have we not read every single building is going to be burnt up? All the elements. We've said that in Revelation. We've said that in <clears throat> First Peter, or I think it's Second Peter actually. Um, everything, everything you look at when you wake up and you go start your car, that car is going to be burnt up. That's only temporary. Somebody made greed an overpriced car manufacturer slash dealership put greed in their pockets at the top level. And oppress those that work for them blindly. That money's not even going to mean anything. You can have all the gold stored up in your basement in a vault. It's useless. That also will be burnt up. Every single thing. You can think, well, oh, I'm going to make a big concrete where stone and concrete can't be burnt up. It's going to be crashed down and go away. <clears throat> the only thing that will remain is the form of this earth. This means it's round. It's got water and land on it. Period. End of story. In the new heaven, in the new Jerusalem, there will be absolutely no unbelievers. It's only those of us who've surrendered our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ have Named him Lord and Savior. Well, we're not the ones that name him, actually. But we submit to him. We follow him. We believe in him. That's it. Jesus Christ is the only way. The truth and the life. Every single word that God has one way to live. His way. It is never our way. You keep wanting to go your way, your way, your way. It's a full choice. Then basically you are choosing to be separated from God for all eternity. You will spend eternity in the lake of fire. Burning forever. You will scream, be in pain. There will be absolutely no fun. You think you have troubles here? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that one. That's more a sarcastic laugh. That's more a you've been duped. You've been lied to. That's what religious and the religious teachers do. They lie. They say, well, if you just look at the pretty other. Well, let me give you some new clothing. And then you can be right with God. That may be a good thing. You may need new clothing. 
But that is not going to make you right with God. God looks at the heart. God looks at inside. Is Jesus living inside of you? And are you growing in your wisdom and knowledge of God through Jesus Christ by his Holy Spirit? <clears throat> are you learning to hear the voice of God inside of you? The voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. Is he your shepherd? Is he guiding you? Are you listening to his voice or human's voice? The Bible says man's voice, but in many outlooks, any that tell you different are false teachers. Many times. Not every time. Many times. Now, there are clear times in Scripture where if it says man or if it says woman, it means just that, male or female. But there are many times when you see the word or read the word man, it usually means humanity. Learn to read the context. If not, there are those of us that uh, are here to help you. You don't have to. We don't have to have degrees. We don't have to have pieces of paper signed by elders. That's the traditions of man. The only ones that actually do that are actually heard from God. Yeah, most people. God is the only one that can appoint true his preachers and ministers of God. He doesn't call through the agency of men. That is said in Romans. Actually, the Apostle Paul was told to write that pretty much in every one of his letters. Not exact wordings, but the same thing when we read it. At the beginning of every one of his letters, <coughs> reminding it was called by God, not by man. In one book, not by the agency of man. But as far as this one, another way to tell if somebody is living a religious lifestyle, a fake lifestyle, is is not is clearly not right with God, is by their business practices. Whether they be a construction worker, a home remodeler, that's scary when they do that. I am surrounded by even those that assisted my parents are caught up in that. They only fix the outside of the roof, knowing that the it's yet yeah, stop the leak. Praise the Lord. But there's still decay and ugliness under that top layer of roof, where water damage had gotten in. There is a gentleman in the neighborhood that is a contractor. You see, he's got his own business. He informed. My parents, when they asked them how much they were charged to for a particular project, and Dad was told we couldn't afford him. He charges all this money. Now he takes off every winter. Him and his wife, they go to Florida. They bought a, a brand new or close to brand new fifth wheel. Which is actually illegally kept within the park, but that's okay. It doesn't bother any of us. It's not in the way, because it's way over the 8,000 pounds. Uh, or at least it appears so. I'm not going to go up in the middle of the night out there and look at somebody's uh, tag on it. Uh, just used from experience uh, what a lot of those things weigh by looking at them. That's not counting the stuff that's in them. And, yeah, that's between them and God. However, when I noticed his own house that he made it look good and remodeled it he just did that he appeared it 
the front side of the house when you first drive up. Looks like he did a good job. Fixed that side of the roof that you can see from the front row. Fixed the siding, new siding. Still missing a step on the front door, but they used the back door or side door. However, walk around the back of the house, it's totally unfinished. The back is exposed. Not the inside of the house, obviously, but you can still see inside the walls. It's just got a layer of insulation on the back. That's the trickery. I've seen that. The ones we purchased the home from is had several licenses. By several licenses means they get complaints against them, the state investigates, and they find out that they have value, and they withdraw the license for not maintaining the proper zoning and standards. They just go out and file another one under another name. I've seen it in the state of North Carolina. I've, I've read about it. Didn't witness that one. Um, even the townhouse that I foolishly bought and had built. Uh, the townhouse in a unit of four. I watched them build it. And I caught stuff as they were coming, as they were building it from the ground up. I think I pissed off the property manager. But the same token, I showed that I was diligent and I was trying to pay attention with her ability. But I saw how sloppily that they put it up and how it wasn't going to withstand for the homes you see, the older homes you see now that withstand decades upon decades, if not centuries. A new home today will not last that. I've seen homes that are in a 1999 community back in Charlotte. All of a sudden now, they're showing weaknesses of failure. These are multi-million dollar homes. So, this is the tricky that people are practicing religion stuff as this. They make everything look good on the outside. They try and justify with trickery. See, that's the way Satan works. Look over in oh, 2 Corinthians 10 or 11. That's the way Satan works. Satan himself can disguise himself as an angel of light, making you think you're talking to uh, Jesus, when in essence, you're talking to Satan himself. Eve was deceived. Adam was not deceived. He just openly just, one, let his wife be deceived like that. And two, not standing up for the law. If Eve didn't repent and Adam didn't, instead of being silent at that point, God could have easily made him another wife, created him another wife. And he could have took it out of Eve. But they both chose to sin. Him being the leader, him being the head, the first of creation, and it being that. But it was Eve. The New Testament clearly says that. Adam was not deceived. Eve was. That's the trick he was in. So when those people that practice contractors, even accountants, bookkeepers, they make the book books look good on the outside but when an actual audit or internal audits are done they find out okay well this figure is right there but it's wrong down here um 
that's how people get away with a crime called kiting. You know, check it's a check crime basically in reality where when they go to post it they'll apply it to something else. This only works when you're dealing with you know billing when you bill somebody and they pay, you apply their payment to somebody else, leaving theirs out, but using somebody else's check to apply. You just keep covering it. I've been on teams that have covered stuff like that. I've witnessed it. Those are hard to uncover, except those with diligent eyes. The only people that can cover stuff up that sees the inside. When we talk to people, if they're all about greed, if they make such statements, they air. Now, a lot of them are just aired. So I'm not saying they're false teacher, But when they make some statements saying, God doesn't want our money. Well, technically, when we truly submit to Jesus Christ, we're surrendering our will to his. Look at the Father's prayer. It's thy will be done. Not my will. We're, we give everything to God. Everything's His in the first place. So when people make statements as, well, God doesn't want our money, I'm gonna, yeah, He does. He technically does. That don't mean take it, give it all back to the church. That's not what He's saying. Giving me total control. He wants total control from us. Not that we're gonna be like robots. Then we'll become stewards, managers. It's his time that he gives us every morning. He wakes us up. We have 24 hours uh, in a day to including to getting an adequate number of sleep. There's no scripture in there that says God wants us every single day to go without sleep. We are to serve him. We are to give rest of his bodies. Because these bodies need it. Even Jesus himself slept. Usually in the boat. But he was still awake. <laughs> His spirit was still serving. His spirit was still delivering those. We are to do the same thing. So stop making yourself clean on the outside. Just so you can appear good or righteous to other people. You can have somebody wearing a... You can have a guy wearing a Brooks... A thousand dollar Brooks Brothers suit. Thinking, oh, he must be right with God. No. You can have somebody that has a title saying, oh, they must be right with God. Because he's successful or she's successful with business. You know, has six figures coming in. Can have all this real estate. All these assets. Is blessed to take trips. They think it's blessed. They may not be blessed by God. Actually, they're more likely not blessed by God. Because those that are blessed by God don't live like that. They know, we know that when we're blessed by God, it's to help those that are less fortunate. To see those that don't have that bigger salary coming in to help them so they can eat healthy food. So they can have a place to make sure they have a covering over their head, a place to lay their head down. So help them in their to fulfill their ministries. Nowhere in scripture will you ever find that God gives his blessings just for ourselves. Absolutely nowhere. That's called 
just like they so misused and that began Satan began that teaching here in America with the false teaching that has come out of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that has nothing to do with saying God wants us to be all healthy and all wealthy. And then we gotta be, be careful when we call ourselves wealthy. You may have a plethora of assets. Wealth has to do with true wealth has to do with net worth. What is the debt on it? Did you buy that completely on time? Did you buy that home, that car, that recreational vehicle? Did you buy it all on debt? That debt completely zeroes out or almost zeroes out the value of that, the true value of those items. They make it zero. So those that I have actually met those, and I'm not going to point them out, that think they're wealthy because they have a house big enough where you can land a chopper, a helicopter in. Not kind of plane. You need room to land to take off. Uh, but a chopper can just land up and down. Uh, they literally can, a chopper can land, helicopter can land in the living room. No two people need a house that big unless they're planning on having church in that house. Which is a large Bible study, basically. Those are the only ones that would need it. Or unless we're planning on adopting thousands of kids. Not taking money in and letting the government pay for it. Not fostering. Outright adopting. And be careful with adoption too. Because adoption is not paying, buying those kids from the government. That's called slavery. And that actually be a practice today, but that's another term. Um, Jesus also called in verse 26, blind Pharisees. First clean the outside of the cup. I mean the inside of the cup to play. That's what God does. That's what the potter does. Jump over the pottery. I can't get away from that one. God's definitely teaching me something on that one. Look for it to come in the future. Uh, the potter has to take. And Jesus is the potter. God's the potter through Jesus Christ. As his hands. By the power. His own power. The Holy Spirit. Is molding us into his image. Not in ours. When we get to heaven. We're not going to be in our own image. We're somehow going to be in the image of Jesus Christ. What that looks like. Bible doesn't say. Some people say. Well yeah. It says it right there. No no. Same token. No one knows when our last day is going to be. But God the Father. No one. No one knows when. Uh, he's going to turn. To his son Jesus. says. Go ahead, get my children, get them out of here. I have to bring them back home. There's a day coming when uh, Jesus is going to step on the cloud and at the sound of the trumpet, he's going to raise us up. I heard a, there's no scripture backing it up uh, where we have the chance to, there's not going to be no looking behind. Uh-uh. Yeah, there will be. We wouldn't have that warning. Remember Lot's wife. Lot's wife looked behind. She loved this world more in the end. But yeah, if you're genuine, uh, genuinely saved, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be appear then, and you won't want to look behind. 
we got to return to the fear of God, which is a reverential fear. It's like knowing that he is God, who he is. That's that's what we need to return to. And number two, because um, the fear of God is we can't have no true wisdom upon the earth without him. Uh, we also got to return to stop looking for peace here upon the earth. There won't be no peace until Jesus comes again and um, makes everything right. Jesus said in both Matthew 10 and Luke 12 um, that he did not come to bring peace on the earth. The peace that he gives us believers is a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's within. It's peace in the midst of when the world's falling apart. We could be going through an earthquake, holding on to a tree, uh, and we got peace. No, God's in control. That if that's his timing and he's taking us out, then he'll take us out. Then we're ready. We're hearing his voice. We're saying, okay, Lord, your will. Uh, you got peace that eternal comes through. It spares our life but takes takes our home. Leaves is just a car. I'd be saying, uh, okay, Lord, uh, forgive me for not listening to you and not going. God knows how to get us to move. When he's calling us to go to another location, we can be like Jonah in the flesh of nature and says, no, nah, I don't think you're calling us to go there because you know I really don't want to go there. If God's calling you to go there, he'll get you to go there. And some people can say, well, God don't force. He's not forcing us. He'll raise up circumstances. He, he raised up that storm. And he was ready to take out those, allow those fellow ship people to perish because of Jonah. But you know whose father would have been? Not God's. It would have been Jonah's. That's why Jonah says, that storm is because of me. I'm running from God. Throw me overboard and you spare your life. They did. They obeyed the word of the Lord, which came through Jonah. And then none of them died, and the ship was saved. And, and uh, Jonah spent uh, three days and three nights sitting inside a whale. I bet he was probably kicking himself for that one, saying, You dummy. Notice it took three days and three nights. We had time to ponder, saying, Okay, I repent. I'm going. Um, God doesn't do that because he's mean. God does that because he's righteous. He's holy. He's just. Uh, he wants to bless us when we obey bless him, But he will not bless sin. Uh, you know, we will not be blessed when we're disobeying him. When we're in sin. He can't. That's not his nature. We've got to obey. We've got to get right. You know. He'll keep it so we don't perish and all like that. He'll keep it so, you know, he'll, he may provide his food and a place to sleep. Uh, it doesn't have to be a lease department. It doesn't have to be a um, an overpriced mortgage house. It could be a friend's couch temporarily, or a brother Christ. Mm. It could be a, it could be a tent. He don't care. It will be a place that's protect us from the elements 
So where's God come? So are you doing that? Are you living according to religion? Are you practicing your business traits? Where you just make the outside look good just for your own self-indulgence, your own greed. As verse 25 says. Are you sitting under or are you rather listening only to those preachers that only say, well, just keep the outside fixed, maintain the outside, go to the gym every day just for one purpose, to make sure those muscles are good. But trouble is, most of those people coming out of there, man, they're eating, they're eating what's called low-fat or non-fat food. Those are the worst foods that you can eat. They are loaded with sugar for taste. Sugar is what retains the fat, fool. Because I was a fool. I fell for it too. Why do you think during that low fat, no fat fad, um, which the FDA approved, a government agency approved in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, Americans still got fat, fatter than they were. Because every one of those foods, it's got the title low fat but it's actually loaded with fat saving ingredients duh that's called demonic teaching false teaching that comes straight from satan the master deceiver he's been doing it since day one when he wanted to be god when he thought it could be god he wanted to be god the next and the final temple that will be built in Jerusalem. God will not be like the temple of Solomon or the temple of Ezra Zerubbabel. I ain't saying that past three times. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, he will not abide in it. The temple he's living in now is us. It's a holy living temple. When we walk about. His Holy Spirit is exposing the sins that are hidden deep within inside. There are sinful practices. Even when we don't say a word, people should be, sinners should be somewhat uncomfortable around a genuine Christian. Knowing that if we're filled with the probably, 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 Okay, it's early. Properly filled with the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. Then they should be some of their sins. Their sexual fornication. Sex outside of marriage. Uh, their greed. Their self-indulgence. They should be getting cut to the heart. Saying you're not right with God. Repent right now. You know when one knows we have enough favor when they'll come to you. There's something about you that, you know, I just spent a weekend with my boyfriend or with my girlfriend. And we we had sex a weekend and we're not married. It's like I'm sensing within me that I'm not right with God. How do I be right with God? That's when we have favor. When they're actually saying, or I'm stealing from my employer. I'm taking nine to ten hours to do a job that clearly is seven to eight hours. 
that's called stealing. That's not a blessing from God. Oh, that's, that's all looking at the outside. We got you got women out there, you got men out there that dress themselves on the outside just to attract a mate. If that's your only purpose for doing that, you are following after Satan. You're fooling yourself. You're making sure you keep your inner side hidden. Brothers and sisters, if you are single, such as I am, do not fall for those traits. Number one, that out of beauty, no matter what, there's no such thing as a fault of you. It will fade. And number two, you better be first be right with God yourself. If he shows us, when he shows us any unrepented sin, just repent of it and confess it. Jesus is our advocate in heaven now. He's with us. He constantly prays for us. Ask him, I'm sorry, I've been sinning at you, I've been withholding it. I give it up right now, remove it, take it away from me, and it's gone. That's all we have to do. It's as simple as that. We don't have to go complicated. We don't have to go kill a lamb or <clears throat> a bull or any of that stuff anymore. Those days are done. You just go to Jesus Christ, said, deliver me from it, and it's gone. We don't have to go and do the, we don't have to do you know, 10 items of penance. We don't have to go find a priest, make an appointment, sit down. We have a priest now in heaven, most high, above all priests. We don't have to go find a Levitical priest to find out, are we cleansed? Open the word, get on your knees before God. Confess, repent, it's simple. Stop complicating the salvation, the works of God. Because they're all simple in Jesus Christ. If you're still an unbeliever, you still haven't received Jesus' the work that Jesus did on the cross, you need to do that right now. Your prayers aren't being heard. Your prayers will not be heard. You got spouses cheating on you, but if you're not right with God yourself, you can pray to God all you want. He's not going to hear that prayer. The only prayer that he wants to hear first from you is I surrender to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Save me right now. I acknowledge you that I'm a sinner before you, and I need you. I need your saving grace. I need your mercy. That's the only prayer of an unbeliever that God will hear. After that, then God will hear our prayers. When we go to him, and says, God, search me. Search me out. Is there a hidden prayer that I'm hanging on to that I don't realize it? The older we get, the, the more mistakes we make. The closer we get to God, the more we're going to have stuff from our past exposed. Say, I received you, I took you, all of you, as you were. However, now I'm cleansing you out. Jesus Christ begins his cleansing story. Save it. The moment he saves us, the moment we're born again, the moment he comes in inside of us. He starts his process of cleansing, cleansing us out. Jesus Christ went through it all in one day. But he's God. He's the only one that can do that. He will not do that to any one person. God, the Father is no longer looking at us. 
ourselves. He's looking at Jesus who lives in us and he's listening to him because he constantly prays for us. We just need to be fully surrendered to Jesus Christ. So I'll leave you with that one. How you practice in your business? Are you practicing your business uh, as a fake uh, religious leader? Or uh, are you practicing before God? When you work on somebody's house, when you remodel somebody's house, you just fixing the outside, make it look pretty, and saying uh, it's good? Or are you making sure the inner workings are actually working? I've owned a lot of cars in my 40 plus years of driving. And the newer they get, the worse they are. Car manufacturers now are only doing one thing. They're not building cars to last. They're putting stuff inside that are inferior parts that break down. And guess what? Because they bribed enough politicians. It's called lobbying. That's bribery. Period. Anyone that works with a lobbying organization you're basically indirectly bribing a political figure. Period. End of story. Oh, you don't like little daddy now. You don't like those words, but guess what? They're from God. Lined up clearly this word. Look at definitions. If you're foolish enough out there to think that God don't you know, want you to be rich, or no, God wants you to be rich, want you a whole lot of money, to live comfortably here in the earth, you're deceived, bro. You're deceived, sister. You need to repent right now. You need to give it all up to him. And says, Lord, do with it as you see fit. Who needs to be helped? He don't want us to just save enough for retirement so we can live comfortably. Uh to make sure we maintain the lifestyle we've learned over the last 40 years. Your life may end today. He may call you home today. Then guess what? All your plans, all your goals are <laughs> gone. Sorry, give me to spit. Try to prove a point. I guess I had to find something else anyways. Uh, just repent before God. May the Lord Lord Jesus Christ reveal himself to you in mighty ways this morning. May uh, you repent before him and hear his voice saying, just repent before me. That's all I ask. Confess. Just give it up. Take your hands off of it and then become a steward of me. Follow me. He won't lead us astray. He never has. He never will. Seek him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Obey him in Jesus' name. Love you.